0: shout out to rent the runway today's sponsor and we're open to it rent the runway is an online closet shared by the community that allows you to rent unlimited clothing and accessories from today's top designers for just
1: 139 dollars a month you choose three pieces at a time and you can keep them as long as you want and when you're ready to get something new you send them back it's so easy you guys i rented a dress for a wedding a ring and a bag the ring is pamela love and i cannot stop
0: wearing it i might have to buy it Probably. Which I can do at a
1: discounted rate, incredible!
0: And there's this Loefel Randall bag that literally everyone is complimenting me on.
1: I've been all about the equipment shirts, which I've worn on this show. Mm-hmm. You'll see in pictures. Oh my God! And Claire V. Clutches, two of my favorite lines. I love. So you guys visit renttherunway. dot backslash
0: unlimited or download the app and use the promo code Retrograde for twenty five percent off your first
1: month. That's Retrograde for twenty five percent off. Your first month. Namaste. Rotating Resting the your runway. closet? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 oh, this and my
2: USDA or...
0: We're back. That is so retrograde. Oh my god, it actually almost truly it is. It really is so retrograde. Most retrograde.
1: Right? Probably ever, I feel. I'm Elizabeth Kai. Oh, hello,
0: I'm Stephanie Sambari. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet I you. I feel like that bit's tired. That's tired. We
1: gotta, we gotta it up. But we're back. We're back from we're a
0: vacation slash break slash detox.
1: Slash revive. Yep. How are you?
0: Well, you know, I'm happy to be back, I have to say. Yeah. Um I can't believe the summer is on its way out the door.
1: I don't want to think about it like that.
0: I am. I'm like, it's back to school. Gotta get my supplies. I know. I always <laughs> get
1: anxiety when the, like it's back to school. It's well, like, it's uh, also
0: because it's like it's a dark lunar cloud. eclipse, Mercury retrograde, solar eclipse, like K-universe.
1: We get it. You want to push us into something You want to give us heavy vibes. We get it. Thanks yeah. So much.
0: <laughs> um, no, it's hmm. transformational. It's changed. Right. It's growth through growing pains. Cool. Guys. I'll take it. Got it. How do Start we feel a new habits?
1: Start Consensus? a new habit. New habits. We're going to talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First, I think it's time to welcome our really phenomenal guest today. So excited. So excited. So, wait,
0: before we announce who it is, yeah. even though people probably know because they probably read the description,
1: I'm sure everyone's just chomping at the bit. At that <laughs> like,
0: what's it going to be, guys? Um, this is a guest that has come to us by way of another guest. Yeah. Former guest, friend.
1: Yeah, friend of the show.
0: Waking up with Ryan. Waking
1: up with Ryan. <laughs> Ryan White. Uh huh. And um, he connected us. Slash, uh, our guest throws some pretty phenomenal Shabbats, which I have had the pleasure of attending. Oh,
0: Jew connection. Jew
1: connection. Um, Jamie Sigler. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Have we kept the Lynn?
2: Yeah. I I mean, look, I love that you just called me that because it just like takes me back (laughs) to like when I was in high school because I was very young when I started acting. So my mom decided like my professional name for me at Uh 10 years old. So my name is Jamie Lynn Sigler, like on my birth certificate and everything. So that is my professional name. But I... I don't know. Something just felt so good when you just called me Jamie Sigler. I it right <laughs> it. I just feels it, less and formal like, and it feels know. like me
1: and it's Fabulous. awesome. It felt right on this I'm sense. glad knew you it, asked because
2: sure. I
0: was going to ask. Yeah. But then I was like, but you know what? I'm going to be chill. Let's as start we, a new trend. As okay. as let's do it. <laughs> Jamie Lynn
1: Sigler, though, really like sounds good really to beautiful it. together. There's like a R- rhythm to it. Sure. I, I really mean, I'm no
2: like no hating on my mom for her decision or anything. It's a nice name they gave me. But I loved the Jamie Sigler. So thank you. Oh, of course. Jamie Sigler. It's,
0: it's post lunar eclipse.
1: We're making changes. There you go.
0: Changing your name <laughs> officially. <So>
2: Perfect.
1: <laughs> um, many know you as an actress who's mm-hmm. had a phenomenal career, is continuing to have a phenomenal, phenomenal career. Some of you may have watched The Sopranos. Which, funny story, I've never seen it. By the way, I haven't seen many of them either. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it's on my list of, like, things to get into. I know it'll probably, like, once I watch one episode, I'll probably be, like, committed to the television all the way through. I re-
0: Because I was, like, gently dating someone for four days. And that was he an air was- quote. <laughs> <A> gentle dating. <laughs> yeah. Gentle dating. And he was, like, watching The Sopranos. So I re-watched, like, two episodes. Just the first two episodes. It's, like, the most amazing timeless show ever. Like... It's incredible.
2: It's, you know, that's so nice of you to say. I mean, I didn't create it, but I feel lucky a to be part of it. But it still feels like such a a personal experience to me. It's so hard for me still to look at it that way. Right. I can understand and appreciate what people say, but yeah. it was just such a like specific 10 years of my life yeah. and it's just more about what happened to me personally during that time then
0: the show of
1: course yeah of course. yeah You're yeah, you're your and you were young experience when you started yeah it was completely different from the viewers of course w- but exactly I hear it's great I hear good things <laughs> <So> yeah <laughs> people people dug I'll it yeah it it's you guys like, haven't heard of it yeah. it's called the Sopranos. yeah
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> how do you spell that uh I don't know <laughs> um
1: so in addition to a, a really wonderful career you've You came out a few years ago with, as an advocate for MS, Mm -hmm. and it's just been really inspiring to see you crusade in that space. And obviously we talk about health so often on that show, and so we thought it would be wonderful to have you on. To, to share your experience and sure. you're just dope. And like I said, great Shabbats. <laughs> so. Thanks, so I mean, try.
2: You'll <laughs> like, to come to the next the one again.
1: Cornerstone <laughs> for like all good people. I'll take that reputation. <laughs> awesome. So tell us about um, more so, you know, there, there's so much literature and interviews that you've done um, in terms of like when you came, you had, you had, it's my understanding that you had been diagnosed for 15 years mm-hmm. before you came public with it. And What was that decision like for you to then bring it into the public sphere? Right.
2: Um, Well.
1: Oh, it's this. (laughs) Sorry.
2: uh, I was diagnosed when I was 20, um, which is a tricky time in any young woman's life. And it was sort of more like this onset of symptoms. I was given medication and it kind of went away. And then I was... um, put on like an injectable medicine once a week and I wasn't symptomatic. So I was able to sort of live in denial that I had anything wrong and I kind of didn't believe that I had it, you know, except it was like a bummer to have to give myself a shot once a week. But other mm-hmm. than that, um, I didn't think about it very much. Um, and then when I was around 24, 25, I went through a divorce. It was a super stressful time. I picked up a lot of bad habits. I started smoking cigarettes, which I had never done. And I was, just not taking care of myself. I was very depressed, very stressed. Lost a lot of weight, and my MS really started to act up. And so, while it was something I could still hide, it really just started to manifest itself into my life. And from about that time until I was about thirty, um, I slowly started to lose like physical ability, like to run. I still haven't been able to run since I'm twenty six. I'm thirty six mm-hmm. now. Um, And I'm somebody that used to just always love to be outdoors and work out and do all these things. And so to be faced with those challenges as I'm still trying to maintain a career and a brave face and sort of keep this secret, um, it really started to wear me down. And I mean, I I can look back now and not even understand how I was able to live the way I was living because it was just always terrifying and always sad. And I was just always scared when I worked and I was always coming up with excuses and I just wasn't enjoying what I was doing anymore. And, um, but I would, I would have friends that were close to me that knew and would say, why don't you just come out about it? And I, I was so adamant, like, no, Mm -hmm. no. And even my husband, I mean, even after I had my son, you know, he was just, you know, really trying to say, I really think people will be supportive of this still. And it just, I only saw negative of me coming out. What was it about um, telling people that, was it being perceived as like
0: weak or something?
2: Uh, Oh, I think more than anything, it was like really accepting and admitting that I had... I had it. Mm -hmm. I sort of enjoyed living in the denial because it was like kind of playing a part of somebody that didn't have anything Mm -hmm. wrong. And so I think that was probably the biggest part of it all. And I just thought that people would look at me and always label me as sick and people didn't know enough about MS. Like even when I would tell people like close to me, you know, for the first time that I had it, they would be like what is what okay, is that
0: i want is- i want to actually go into that because yeah. i've i have that same experience where like actually in the week prior to having this interview i found out that my cousin just had got diagnosed then i was on the road and two of the comics that i was with both their parents have it yeah. and then someone else told me they have it so i'm like okay this yeah. is actually like way more prevalent than mm-hmm. i even understand and yeah. and the one of the guys was kind of trying to explain to me that there's multiple different kinds. So could you just, for the audience and us too, because
2: I feel like sure. we kind of don't know, what exactly is it? So it's a neurological disease slash autoimmune disease, depending on who you're asking. Um, and basically the body turns on itself and attacks itself. Um, it The way it can be detectable is from common denominator symptoms that people can have and lesions in an MRI in the brain and the spine. Wow. So for me, I was having some symptoms and then they found lesions in my MRI. Um, But it's different for everybody. Our lesions are all in different places. So the common thing for women um, can be bladder control. Um, Some people have issues with their eyesight. Some people have issues with their upper body and some people have issues with their lower body. For me, it's only my lower body. Um, some people have cognitive issues, which I'm so grateful for that I don't have, you mm-hmm. know, because that could be an even bigger struggle than what I'm already dealing with. So, but I mean, for a lot of people, I think th- when I would tell them, they'd just be like, does that mean you're going to be in a wheelchair? Right. And the truth of the matter what a is, harsh question. it is, but it's an <laughs> honest one. Yeah. And I was never, in, like, um, I was never offended by it. I don't know. I mean, I, I want to sit here and say, no, I never will be because I fight this every day with all that I have and I've had it for almost 16 years and I'm still independent moving around, but I do have more struggles than I ever had. and mm-hmm. But I do believe in modern medicine and I also believe in sort of the the spiritual journey that MS has kind of put me on that I really don't think I ever would have gone down had I not had it. Interesting. And I think that now where I've sort of gotten t- to this place with this disease, now coming forward with it, because, look, I've only been out with it for like a year and a half, and it's still an adjustment for me because I'm so used to having to hide it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to like be open with my flaws and my, like, disability um, and be okay with that and not assume that people are judging me or going to ask anything um, or that people wouldn't just be helpful, which they always are now when I work. Um, they are so helpful and figuring it out and filming around it, which is I'm so grateful for, but I'm still learning how to do that. Um, but I think I'm at this place now where I'm trying to figure out more what MS has given me Mm -hmm. and not so much what it's taken away.
0: That's amazing. That's
1: amazing. And it was
2: a really hard place to get to. And it's taken a lot of hard work, one being with Waking Up With Ryan. (laughs) I mean, he's been an angel to me in so many ways of just trying to shift my thinking when it comes to it because I feel like I've lived like a victim for so long and that's not who I am and that's not who I want to be. And especially when you add children to the mix and Mm -hmm. I have my son and I'm about to have another little boy. Um, You know, I'm their mama. I want to be the strong person. And, it, you know, it kills me when there's they want to go to the beach and I can't be the one to take them because it's too hot and it's too hard for me to walk in the sand. Like, unless I go with my husband or somebody else or he wants to run around a baseball field and I've got to sit on the bench in the shade and watch him while he does it. I wanted to be that person. But I'm trying to understand, though, that I'm still there and he doesn't know any different. And same with work. Like, they're allowing me to do still what I love just differently, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, coming from somebody like I said that was super physical and I was on Broadway and I was a dancer, you know, having that kind of freedom taken away from you is really hard, but um what it's done for me spiritually and emotionally is a really big gift that like I said I I don't think I would ever would have found without it.
0: Can you talk a little bit about like some of those things like yeah on, on the
2: positive um I think so I grew up Jewish um and it's so funny I, like I watched her on this front and I'm like she's Italian I know <laughs> <laughs> not at all <laughs> although I just did 23 in me and apparently I have some Italian in me which I was like really Jewish cool. Italian yeah hey <laughs> um my mom's Cuban and my dad's Greek Romanian Sephardic Jew but whoa go figure both of them are Jewish. No, my mom converted okay. when she married. She was raised okay. by nuns, essentially. Okay. But
1: My um, boyfriend's so th- Cuban. That's why oh, you don't love, like I it. I love a Cuban. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's why you don't look Jewish. You're, like, too pretty to be 100% Jewish. <laughs> Says I'm on. Says Jewish.
1: That.
0: Oh, that's true. You don't count. You're right. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> you have an unusually tiny Jewish face. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean no shade to juice but- <laughs> Alright I'm gonna stop talking <laughs> Sorry cousins Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, Anyways, so I, I feel like we I had a lot of diverging. on I the like show. it. I'm all for it. Don't 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 feel like you can't do that with me. We're gonna get
0: so many emails. They're like, why do you hate Judaism? <laughs> I don't. I Retracted.
2: am one. Dad, we went to Shabbat. Yeah, I
0: got it. i bought bat mitzvah. You guys, fucking chill. <laughs> we all were.
2: Yeah, great. <laughs> um, I just feel like I had sort of a complicated idea of like what religion was. Mm. Like religion felt like if you were going to temple a certain amount of times a week or if you mm-hmm. this and like, just sort of like the guilt that was associated with God. And I was always really uncomfortable with it because yeah. I didn't understand why a God would punish you when a God's supposed to love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I never felt like really like rooted in anything and you know being like in your 20s and running around New York City and being on a hit show I mean like you don't really pay attention to that but I had you know a huge roadblock and something that really slowed me down and it was really starting my sessions with Brian that really started me to think more about like what religion and spirituality is supposed to be and it's Mm. just supposed to be that safe place and um he just gave me more of a faith in the idea of God and whatever that is for anybody. Um, I think religion is personal and it's just whatever's going to help you get through your life the best you can and be the best person that you can be. And um, my husband grew up Christian and we made the decision to basically just raise our son like spiritually. You know, we do Shabbat on Friday nights, but Shabbat to my son and to my husband because obviously that was super foreign to him It just means when all his favorite people come yeah. over and we have dinner yeah. and we laugh and he gets to stay up late and no we didn't make this rule but like none of us are on our phones and the TV never turns on and we just have the best conversations and we check in with each other and I've been to Israel twice, and the first time I went, I went on birthright when I was 26. Like, Sopranos had wrapped, and I would have, like, just making the cutoff, so I went with my friend. And I was... One of my favorite parts was being in Jerusalem on Shabbat Mm -hmm. and just, like, seeing the the city completely shut down because it's just a tradition that I think we really lack here. So Mm -hmm. Ryan really taught me how to have more of, like, a practice and tradition in my life that I can always turn to. And for us, it started with doing A Course in Miracles lessons. I remember I got to like 130. So I really like was committed for a while.
1: And then I got pregnant. So is that a daily, the daily, daily Course in Miracles? Yes. So which is like the, a, a, a course. Just app. Uh, your oh, phone. you use the app. Yeah.
2: Amazing. Oh, wow. And did the daily lesson. Yeah. Low tip. Yeah. That's very cool. And it was so easy and wonderful. And um, he taught me how to meditate and do all of that. And and through that, I've sort of gone to what I still see, my doctors, um, I'm taking on more of like a natural healing approach too. And when I say natural, it's more emotional because I do believe in my heart that a lot of disease stems from um, like emotional battles that we have going through. And I just was reading Louise Hayes' How to Heal Your Life. Mm. And she lists like all these different diseases and like what their emotional causes can be. Mm -hmm. And MS is guilt.
0: Wow. And
2: when I go to like my healer, it's always just this guilt. Like I feel guilty about everything. And she said to me just the other week, she's like, Jamie, you realize guilt is just anger turned on yourself. And I always would say, I feel like my body's angry. Like it's betraying me. Like I'm in this fight all the time because I can close my eyes and remember what it feels like to run and remember what it feels like to walk normally. And it's just not cooperating with me so I feel like especially now that I'm pregnant and things are slower I'm really trying to release a lot of that kind of emotional stuff yeah. that I feel like I have to kind of learn to let go of or or live with yeah you know sometimes we can't get rid of things that sort of are embedded in us but we can learn how to have a better relationship
0: with mm-hmm. them you know and not like take them and make them so heavy
2: mm-hmm.
0: exactly It's interesting. I was thinking about when you said like when you're on set you have to kind of a let people let you be the full version of yourself, which includes this part of you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that while not everyone has MS or something that's like physically, it's like it's very hard for everyone to say like these are my needs and this is what yeah. I'm going to require to be in this place fully presently. So I feel like that's also like an incredible gift where it's like you have to own it.
2: Absolutely, you're right. I've, I and I and I think that that's a big lesson that comes along with this for me that I needed in mm. this lifetime and. Um I think that other people are totally cool that I'm the one that feels uncomfortable. Right. Like, oh, no, it's okay. I can do it. And they're like, no, it's okay. You can sit and do this mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, you know, Apologizing
0: for our needs is such a big thing.
2: Absolutely. Exactly. And I really, I used to never um, feel good about asking for help. And I have realized like asking for help is kind of like one of the most noble things you can do. And it, people want to help. It, yeah. gives pe- it makes people happy to help you. Mm-hmm. So um it's actually, like, a gift you give somebody else in very many ways. Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay, so you're doing the healer
2: thing. Yeah.
0: You have your, what about, like, does diet, like, what other kinds of things play into the thing that you do every day for yourself to, because, I mean, I don't have MS. I have other, like, things going on. Yeah. But it's a struggle for me to, like, get up the strength and courage to do Every single fucking day. So I'm curious to hear.
2: Well, they're like, you know, there's uh, everybody. They're all wanting to help. But there's a lot of different sort of like uh, contradictory things of of diet and like. Doing strict paleo or being vegan or doing starving, intermittent starvation diets is like the cure, the cure, the cure. Right. And I'm really trying to like eliminate that word from like my vocabulary Mm -hmm. because it's a very frustrating one for me. Because Mm -hmm. over the last 15 years, I quietly have been flying all over the world paying tens of thousands of dollars to get this cure that people were talking about this stem cell this whatever and it never worked and i'm so mm. tired of like spending my hard earned money and then being disappointed or not even just disappointed like devastated when it right. doesn't work um so i'm I feel, because I've also, like, like I said, gone to all these people and gone to all different healers, and somebody's like, oh, you have to go to this person, they're amazing, or this person, or they're amazing, and I would try them, and I'm not feeling anything. I truly believe, and this sort of came to me um, a few months ago, and I was like quiet and meditating, that I think we all have the ability to heal ourselves but the gift that healers have for us and finding just the one that vibes with you is that they can help guide you mm-hmm. to that place. And so I feel like I currently have found someone that is not sitting here being like, we do this for a couple of months. You're going to be cured. You, she's just really on this ride with me and, um, encouraging me and teaching me how to find my own tools. And I really think that whether I run again one day or not, um, with her help, I'm going to just be able to heal everything that really needs to be healed, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. It might not look like what you're, what you're setting up my your idea? expectation to look like.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I just say, I feel like it is so important and a beautiful gift you're giving to this world to share your experience with this because I, As Steph said, like she just in the past two weeks revealed that like three people in her life were touched with it. Myself, one of my best friends from growing up was diagnosed a number of years ago. And this is something that touches so many people's lives Mm -hmm. and to come forward and just be honest and candid about what you're going through is so inspiring. Thanks. Thank you so much. Just to feel, I think in the human experience, just to feel like we're not alone is so important and you're providing that for so many people. And that's That's so nice. Especially like, you
0: know, number one in the world of like celebrity, it's like there's such celebrity and Instagram, by the way, not just actors. It's this whole fucking like, you know everyone's perfect from their pictures that they post and it creates this like delusion of everyone that they look to people in certain positions and think that they have this thing and it makes them feel bad and to be like just honestly like my life is wonderful and I'm very blessed but also like I have my own struggle is so important plus MS is something that is like unbelievably not like even within like the medical community from what I'm gathered there's very little known about
2: it yeah yeah, well, I mean, they. I think more and people more and more people are becoming properly diagnosed with it. I guess now, but like, this the number is only like a few hundred thousand in the states. But yeah. it's it's prevalent enough. Like you're saying that people like are somewhat aware and are and yeah. realizing that friends, family, what what not. Um, it's, it's, it's not a positive or negative test. So I think it's just something that's, like, difficult for people to diagnose. Yeah. And the year before I was diagnosed with MS, I was diagnosed with Lyme's disease. And that's, like, a big thing of do they mimic each other? Is this actually Lyme's disease and you don't have MS? I've gone down that route, too. Yeah. Wow. Um, and ultimately, for me, I do believe that... I actually had a doctor tell me that, and I kind of agree that um, I did, in fact contract Lyme's disease and it's sort of like awoke in this dormant MS gene wow. in my body Holy and so sort of caused the MS to happen in my life. Right. the timing of it sort of worked out. Um, but whatever for however it happened whatever it is. Yeah. I'm here and, and dealing with what I'm dealing with and I'm just going to And then
1: do what with I can. pregnancy the symptoms go quiet tend to quiet. What's up yeah. with that? That's with so my first with my first pregnancy they definitely did. Although that was
2: five years ago, and I was in a better spot physically then than I am now. So I'm trying to be fair and not like put so much pressure mm-hmm. that I'm not like hiking with my dog the way I was right. doing during my first pregnancy. But I'm also still really early. I'm only four months. So I'm, I'm and my first trimester was like terrible, like morning sickness, right. more like all day sickness yeah. and whatnot, whatnot. So I'm just out of the woods of that. So, um I'm trying not to like be disappointed if I'm not feeling that relief quite yet. It also
0: might not be your MS, it might just be that being pregnant is really fucking wild. Well, <laughs> like, yes. I don't think yes. you should Neither blame Neither of us that. know from experience,
1: yeah. but we can just imagine. I mean, <laughs> I
0: have a hard time on like a heavy period day, so I like, can't
1: imagine. Like,
2: you know from it a little bit
1: then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. A teeny yeah. Tiny. <laughs> so um something else that we have talked about together was just, like, the importance of setting intentions and yeah. what that looks like. Right now, we just finished a full moon. Do I always forget. Do we release at the full moon? It was a
0: full moon. Full moon release.
1: Right. We released lunar eclipse. Lunar eclipse. Intensity like a motherfucker. It was in Aquarius. <laughs> what, else what else? What <laughs> else? Um,
0: I... I actually feel like we should put on the blog. I know you put it on the socials, but we should put the um ambi thing. Right. It really helped me. She provides like a list of things that you should like prompts for writing mm. to kind of guide you towards a way to release to release the correct thing like thematically for what's going on in the cosmos. And it is so like when you're not being when I'm not being late, too lazy to do that, as soon as I'm done, I'm like, I feel like a billion pounds awesome. have been lifted off of my chest. Yeah, that's awesome. It's simple things like, where are you holding yourself back? And like Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you just go into it. It's incredible. That's so
1: helpful. So yeah. where are you with like intention setting, all that fun stuff? So I have like
2: come to this like recent sort of revelation for me that when I set intentions um, or even like make a vision board and have these ideas of like what like the ultimate life will be I tend to be too attached to what that specifically is and I feel like when you are attached like that you're giving a lot of your power mm-hmm. away um, I
0: love this so much <laughs> no I really do because I've been thinking the exact same thing okay about fixed expectations. And reel me in if I start rambling about this
2: because I do have pregnancy brain. (laughs) That's okay. Okay. So I'm taking that on one hand, right? But I do believe that we can manifest, you know, our desires and the universe wants to support us. Has our back. Has our back. Exactly. So with that, with the intention of like that, it doesn't really feel like there's like any opening for co-creating. And I feel like co-creating is when you let go and you surrender and I just didn't know how to have these pictures in my mind and let go and surrender at the same time. And so for me, I one time was sitting sort of visualizing what it would be like to run down the beach with my little boy. And I was smiling and I was feeling it and I opened my eyes and I was like, okay that's my story right now of telling me what is going to give me this feeling. But I just want to be open to what the universe's idea of the best idea of to give me that feeling mm. is. So I can't be so attached to that's going to be my ultimate happiness. Cause maybe the universe has a better idea for me that yeah. I just don't know about. So I want to be more of a co-creator instead of feeling like I'm creating my yeah. future. Um, because for me, it just allows me to just take a deeper breath and feel um, not so powerless. Like like it's something that's far like over there that's not quite with me as opposed to... I just kind of had that feeling and that visualization. And so I kind of experienced it. Whether I actually did it in this reality or not, I just kind of felt it for a moment and it was nice. And so... I did experience it, kind of in a way, and I want to just be more open to allowing, I guess, more than like focusing so hard. I guess. Yeah, you're
0: talking about like you're manifesting a feeling as opposed to a physical thing, and mm-hmm. I think that's I I think about that so much because it's like I do with like okay, I'm gonna set, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and it's gonna make me do this, and mm-hmm. then I get like fixated on those. Behaviors and those don't make me feel that way. It's yeah. it's about you're right allowing yourself to just set that intention and being like okay, but then what will actually lead me there is not informed by you, right? It's informed by like paying attention, yeah, being open and allowing yourself to be flexible.
1: Exactly, that's really like a question of that, how you want to feel, how you want to feel, then whatever the the pragmatic nature of that to get you there it's like that's maybe not up to us but to be clear about that and one it kind thing. of feels
2: good to just feel like you don't have to be in control and decide exactly what that is going to be and it and i feel mm-hmm. like it sort of mirrors what i'm going through with my body because in very many ways i'm not in control with my body so it's kind of teaching me to just sit back and you can't always be in control and so i'm trying to like put that towards my spiritual practice as well um because It kind of like lets you off the hook a little bit. Definitely. It's beautiful.
1: I mean, I think
0: that's one of the most frustrating things about being a person with desires and and dreams and stuff like that. It's like you get so caught up Mm -hmm. in in the idea that you are the person in control of it that it makes you fucking fucked up. Yeah. When you can't make it happen. Mm Yeah. You're just like It happened, and I just feel like that's not.
2: And you feel like you're doing something wrong wrong. when it didn't because you're like, Oh, where did I screw up my thinking that I didn't allow this to come and happen for me? Mm -hmm. And it's just sometimes not that way, you
1: know?
0: Yeah, your only screw up in your thinking is thinking that it's up to you. So
1: when you are intention setting, are you doing that or just focusing on how you want to feel? Is that Mm -hmm. through meditation? Are you journaling? What's the practice like?
2: Um. It's, well, my son sleeps with me and I used to journal (laughs) Uh, in the mornings, but now I can't because I've got like this little finger tapping on my face (laughs) in the morning. Uh, So it's more like meditation when I can. And it's even like on busy days when it feels like life is flying by and I'm not going to get those few minutes that I want. Um, Like even in the car, like just kind of daydreaming and just like letting go. And, you know, sometimes when you get, you get somewhere and you're like, whoa, How How did did I I just get here safely? (laughs) Because I was not paying attention to my driving. (laughs) Those tend to be like the most relaxing, like meditative times for me because I'm just sort of like, feel like I'm in this kind of, I guess, like allowing state and Mm -hmm. just kind of trying to, and and I feel good when I'm driving because it's, it's still something that I can do and I'm independent and I'm moving forward. And it's like, it's, it's a feeling that I, like I was saying, I want yeah my, physical body so it's like my husband recently got me um a tricycle because I can't ride a bike because I can't balance it and and it was literally like I wanted to cry but not because my son was riding his bike next to me but it was just the greatest feeling because I was like I had wind in my face and I'm riding this bike down the street and it's just I'm figuring out ways to kind of still participate in things you know that I love that are giving me that feeling until hopefully I get to that better place
0: speaking awesome. of louise hay the hay house sound meditations are amazing are they yeah
1: you is Love it that. like an, is it's it an, an itunes app? Uh, itunes yeah. okay awesome yeah. i'm gonna get it it's really good i'm also a big fan of the, just the hay house radio yeah as a whole yeah such a solid they do a lot situation. of good a good work over there <laughs> yeah We're, i'm thinking Shout about writing a book <laughs> <That was laughs>
2: awesome. i like the sound meditations because um I did ayahuasca about a year ago and it was a very bad experience Really? um, because I heard about this. Oh yeah. You came over like right after. Oh, I was like still recovering. (laughs) What happened? Um, hmm. A friend of mine, it was many of our first times doing it. um, And uh, the shaman was a young girl and never a um, good sign. (laughs) her boyfriend we didn't realize her boyfriend was the assistant stop stop (laughs) and no uh a friend of mine was having sort of a like vocal reaction once the medicine was hitting him and um wasn't doing well but to be honest I wasn't none of us were bothered by it because he was kind of going through his thing and yeah even though it was my first time I I remember feeling like He's just going through yeah. it. I, I, I'm just somebody that was like quiet in a fetal position <laughs> in the floor for six hours. He yeah. just doesn't move. And that's how I go through mine, I guess. Um, and someone got real dark and vocal and physical and people had to be removed. No. Yes. Um, so it was a terrible experience. Where was this? In Topanga Canyon. No. <laughs> oh, no. This I is know. awful. <laughs> I'll give you the name later so you make sure that you, <laughs> okay. you never know these people. Uh, but it was her boyfriend who got physical and crazy. What? Was yeah. he on the medicine? Yeah, everyone was. <gasps> yeah. yeah, there was no angel or anything. So, Isn't it? Aren't you supposed to have the guide not? Be. no the a guide know. has to be so that she can sort of apparently he or she you. can see what you're going through from what I understand okay. how it properly should be um so I I had like nightmares for weeks after it it was not a fun experience however the one one of the things I took from it there was a woman playing crystal bowls and that was like my like say like every time she started playing it like every half an hour uh once everybody got removed I was alone in a room so I kind of like It was just me and while that was scary I was able to kind of go through some stuff and it's just it quiet it felt like it like sliced my brain in half and like quieted those voices and like just the message I just kept hearing was like you're your own like worst enemy like you are your voices your ego it's sabotaging and so the sound meditation really felt like it would shut it off because normally like silence is deafening to me like if i'm studying a script or anything like i have to have noise on or music on in the background i hate like too much quiet so i like meditating with some sounds but
0: that le- that voice that came into your head that seems like an important thing to take note of absolutely and to to work through yeah,
2: absolutely a hundred percent i'll i'll never forget that and if anything i guess it wasn't a bad experience because they did get like something kind of powerful would you from do it. that
1: experience again yes okay Yes.
2: Uh, If you had asked me, I think I'm pretty sure I told you, like, fuck no, (laughs) never. But maybe just in a different, more safe setting. I think in a safer setting and more of like an experience. Yeah, like trusted situation. I'm going to need my shaman to it. be like an
0: oversized like burly totally man totally. with a very warm mama Gentle assistant.
2: Totally. <laughs> That's what I'm going to need. Yes I,
0: I am, you will
2: get that. Yeah. Will get that.
0: Manifest if that. a girl walked in she's like hi I'm a shaman and um this is my assistant he's also my boyfriend. I feel like I gotta get she the was be- she, it. I will say she was
2: beautiful. She's from Peru like she okay. was from the jungle. She Hola. was like this beautiful little like Angel that yeah. walked out of the jungle, probably. But her boyfriend. When I got there, remember I turned to Ryan I was like, I, I don't like this guy. I don't. I don't. Before know why. you were even
0: take, took Yikes. anything. As, soon as we
2: got there, as soon as we got there, I was like, I don't like this person.
1: Whoa.
0: Oh my god!
1: Proof that one <laughs> can survive a bad ayahuasca experience. Yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, like
2: it, I've actually never talked about it before. <laughs> this is the place. outside of my home. It felt safe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we love that.
1: Tell us what you have other than a baby coming Um.
2: (laughs) work wise Um, I have a movie coming out September 15th called Justice um, in select theaters and video on demand it was a western it was really fun Uh, I got to shoot in New Mexico last year Um, I don't know if I can say, yeah, but I'm going um, to Canada next week to do a couple of episodes on the fun show. Yes. I don't know what show it is.
1: uh, (laughs) (laughs) I
2: don't don't think it's like signed and sealed, even though my flights are booked. (laughs) Uh, And... uh, what did I just do? Oh, I just did a movie uh, a ni- where I got to play like a 1920s flapper. And it was really cool because the director made the dance. I was like, I can't dance when he hired me. And he was like, don't worry about it. And he had it. So I was like leaning on all the girls. And I kind of got to dance oh, again on fun. stage. And fun. it was really cool. So that was a really, really fun movie with a really fun cast um, that we just wrapped it. So I don't know when it's going to come What's
0: out. What's the name of the one that's coming out in September? Justice. Justice. Wonderful. Okay. Jamie oh, we could talk forever but we, we love can't you. I love you guys <laughs> nice. so I'm back. Yes. absolutely
1: <laughs> tell our listeners where they can find you on social media
2: um, my Instagram's Jamie Lynn Sigler, although I'm very tempted <laughs> to change it to Jamie Sigler.
1: <laughs> SAG official.
2: <laughs> and my Twitter is uh, Jamie
1: L. Sigler because Jamie Lynn Sigler is too long. And then you have some content that you've been producing that's been following the MS journey. Yes.
2: Yeah, so last year I partnered up with Biogen um, and we did this campaign called Reimagine Myself, which is basically how I like reimagine your life despite having this disease. So mm. I did about 20 blog posts of different topics, everything from like sex, career, motherhood. Um, And whether I continue that partnership or not, um, I'm starting to develop and plan my own sort of space where I can continue that. And not just for MS, but I want it to be a platform for other people. Um, Kind of like you said, of just not feeling so alone, of just other people that are living with things, positive and negative. Mm. Um, Because I think it's just really important for people to just like you said, not feel alone and feel like they're kind of can share their experience with at least one other person in the world, you know?
0: Yeah, I love that. Reimagine, that's perfect.
2: Yeah, Aww, Jamie, thank you're you. You're the so best. Much. <laughs> <laughs> we love <Yeah>. you. <laughs>
0: you, guys. Okay, bye.
1: Yes, that's a retrograde. It's time for RNT. Those Do Rose and Thorn for the trip. A world- so that was uh, <laughs> Bethany Frankel playing Roses and Thorns with the rest of the cast of Real Housewives of New York. Okay, I was just going to say who's Beth- Bethany Frankel, but thank you for... No problem. I got you. I got you. But I just feel like somewhat we're personally responsible for that. I mean, just-
0: I definitely feel like you are because by way- as far as I know, that's not a real thing.
1: Right. I, th- I, I feel like they might've gotten wind of the high and low exercise apart from that. So retrograde, however, I'll take no, credit for it.
0: I'm not going to I'll take it. I'm not going to say Why that. Not? I'm going to say it's all you. It's all, right. all you manifesting, watching, waiting, wishing. Yeah. So.
1: so there you there go. we go. <laughs> I'll take it. Fine, guys. Cool. <laughs> we manifested it. Whatever. You're welcome. Um Roses and Thorns, it's been 2 weeks. We have there's so much that's happened. Can you even believe it? I think it's important to just Feels s- more like a year. It really does. We missed you, guys. Yeah. Um let's just jump it off this okay. digital detox. <laughs> so much to say Praise so much the to lord say. how'd you guys do so just to, to refresher we did a three-day digital detox in which i did mine for like seven days i did mine for a week as well yeah and it i don't brag but i did it way more flip. than three days it felt really nice <laughs> no, um, I'm not yeah felt uh, really good excuse me is
0: that our intern jordan goodman heckling me right now <laughs> <laughs> You need to get her a mic. Get
1: the fuck so out of here. <laughs> um I just want to say that it really gave me an opportunity to assess my subconscious uh reliance on I would my go phone. further than calling
0: it a subconscious reliance. I would be I would call it a compulsive sickness. Okay. It was that one woman. Dark.
1: One woman's subconscious. It's <laughs>
0: another's so compulsive sickness. Just, sure, sure. I, like it was crazy. Like I would. I was like, okay, we're on this detox. I didn't erase it off my phone because I didn't even think that would be necessary. And at least five times in the first two days, I went. I compulsively, my little thumb found its way towards the app, and I opened it. And then I'd be like, no, 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 and I would like quit it, but not look at it. because yeah. Like I'd be, I'll be cheating if I, right, actually look at it. It's you guys, we are hooked, hooked. It's bad. Like when I wasn't on, I went out with some of my girlfriends and they were everything. I was, we were all doing, they were like videoing it and boomerang it and like taking a photo. And then like they would post the picture. And then I would see them later in the night, like looking at the picture and like zooming in on the picture and like watching their own stories. And I was just like, holy shit. Like we are and I know I sound like a fucking grandma, but like we're living in our phones in a way that is like I don't know if it's that we need to be like affirmed of our own existence or something. But either way, it's an addiction, and we need we need to be better. We need to be conscientious of this because it's not good.
1: Yeah, I um I logged out and I don't remember the passwords, so that was like all the barrier I needed, That's which hilarious. was good. I realized that helps. I remembered the passwords though, um, eventually, but that so so just like what's your password (laughs) I'll tell you um just that that little adding that little barrier that's good that really helped me um I think that the what you and I talked about privately was was kind of hosting a digital detox monthly you guys for our listeners and with the hopes that it could shift these behaviors a little and kind of allow us to adopt, like, a healthier relationship. Totally. And I think something that
0: that would be cool as as part of that is something that I observed while I was doing it was that I was, like, definitely very clearly making stronger connections with the people in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of being like, oh, I saw them on Instagram I don't need to, like, text them or ask them how they're doing. Like, I'd just be like, call my friend up and be like, hey, you know, as though that's actually how you connect with people. And I, right. I was like, wow, I'm actually making... More real connections with my friends I'm having more time with my thoughts I'm like writing more and like I'm going Outside more and I'm like seeing things It's like I didn't I really truly Did not realize the level that I was hooked and remember when You first proposed the detox I was like I don't need that (laughs) And oh go girl oh girl yeah
1: It was interesting I was away on vacation So it added like a little bit of a cushion To make it easier Um, just to be like fully separated from life. So I'd be interested in in this coming month, like how I'll feel with it. But it was interesting because I was having insanely vivid dreams Mm. and people were visiting me in these dreams who I hadn't spoken to in years. And it was almost like there was like, I was catching up with people in another way. I can't explain it. It was really, it was very vivid. It was really interesting. I made note of every single person that came through. We'll see what happens with that. So now I want, to raise this
0: question which I think that we've also talked about a little bit is that and I was saying this I'm like I'll go back on Instagram eventually if I can find a way to be healthy with it Mm -hmm. and people will be like it's fucking impossible like it's by virtue of what it is unhealthy and it is like the scroll and the whole thing is is the part where you get hooked but the question is how do we live in the digital age running a business running doing what we do upkeeping our social media in a way that's positive and healthy
1: maintaining our personal brand maintaining our personal brand hair flip
0: whilst also maintaining our personal sanity and connection to ourselves and those that we actually are I think it's up to
1: us to set a precedent like I think that it's that dopamine hit that one gets when they get a like or you know the whole studies that have have shown that more
0: dopamine from comments okay sure sure (laughs) you know each, each his own
1: um it's about retraining that. Yeah. And I'm actually reading a really interesting book because this whole experience has really unlocked an interest to me in this. And it's by Nancy Jo sales who wrote the article for vanity fair about the bling ring that Sophia Coppola then adapted the movie off of. Um, and it's a, I believe it's called the American girls, social media and their secret lives or something like that. And she interviews the secret lives. I'm going to look it up on my phone. Keep talking. Um, She interviews um, girls ages 13 and 19 about their, their digital persona and behaviors and all that. And I'm at age 14 right now in the book and it's some dark shit.
0: American girls, social media and the secret lives of teenagers by Nancy Joe sales.
1: Yes. There we go. So I'll keep you guys posted. But just saying, it's a thing, and I think it's up to everybody to take control of it in a way that it works for them versus hindering them. Yeah, yeah. And so we'll keep you guys posted. The detox and taking stock,
0: though, of when you are led to it and how long you're on it and your emotional state while
1: you're doing it. So detox is a rose. The realizations that came from said detox, thorny. Oh. A thorny thorny stem. A thorny stem. What else do we have? What else do we have? you see that? Sure. Um, The next thing that
0: I feel is on my rose agenda is, hmm. Oh, I already mentioned the Hay House meditations. Thank you so much. Um, Oh, I wanted to shout out the person who sent us the box with with this crystal and the- Goddess provisions? Goddess provisions. Loving them. Can I tell you guys that, thank you so much, first of all, amazing gift, The digestive bitters that were in that box Like the little spray bottle The spray bottle I'm obsessed with it I've I was on the road this weekend And then last night I had And so my Eating was all fucked up And then I Last night I had like a stir fry That my friend made me And it made my stomach weird And I've been using the bitters And Like There you go It's what I've been needing for quite some time So you make a little cocktail with it too? I'm sure I could spritz some into some (laughs) Some Some Something Something And we'll figure it out um okay this is my favorite rose though is that um so my mom (laughs) called me I've been backstory as you know I've been trying to get my mom into holistic healing for a minute 15 years like (laughs) after the first time that I started seeing results from acupuncture for physical things like bones or whatever and my organs like I was like you got to get into this like you know, she's all into like ADD and, and, you know, she got real high on the Adderall train for a little while and she's just a very high-strung, complicated woman whom I love dearly, <laughs> who I've been telling her to do yoga for years. She's had like seven different foot surgeries. She had back surgery. She had her hip replaced. I mean, she's got a lot of fucking shit going on. She calls me the other day, like she's made the most profound discovery in the world and she's like, I gotta tell you, and her voice was just like that. It was so calm and like uh, not no amount of marijuana could put her in this state. <laughs> it was so calm. I got to tell you, acupuncture, it's the real deal. And I was just like, yeah, man, like I've been literally telling you this for 15 fucking years. And I let her but I let her talk for 20 minutes about all the benefits and how great she feels because I didn't want to like
1: yeah take away her experience did you tell her about the podcast that's so retrograde I did I go covered- you know you should really listen to
0: my podcast <laughs> she's like I should never has ever listened to one episode <laughs> so my roses that my mom started acupuncture and acted like she'd made a, a discovery that hadn't been around I love ever. that like, so was-
1: much I'm obsessed <laughs> I go with that. not
0: gonna say th- I go not gonna tell you I told you so but also I told you so and also <laughs> have you thought about doing yoga and she's like, I know, I know. I'll get there. She'll I'm get like, there. Clock's ticking, later. The late. journey
1: is a startin'. That's I mean, so it's great. never too late to start never acupuncture, even if you are 70. My dad started yoga at 70. They should be. And I am very proud of him. Uh, good,
0: good, good job, yeah. Brian.
1: Picking something up. Yeah, Why not? A real renaissance, um, man. My rose uh-huh. slash stem slash unclear. Raise your hand if you have gone vegan after seeing the movie on Netflix. What the hell? Anybody? Does it count if I did it 10 years ago after I read Skinny Bitch? S- similar thing. I'm equally <laughs> as impressionable. I've talked about on the show how I did that like life training course a number of years ago. The first day of the course, they made us watch this movie called Earthlings. Yikes. And I cut to me being vegan for a year and a half afterwards. Uh-huh. Like It was like, okay, putting that down. Um, so s- Sunday afternoon, put what the health on. I was like, I should probably see it. I hear a lot of... People in the space talking about it. It's a little research. And like 20 minutes in, I was like, oh, so this is going to be a thing. So we, um, my boyfriend and I put together a contract for a 30 day uh, veganism exploration. So keep keep you posted. posted. (laughs) (laughs) Keep you posted. Um, Yeah. So that's like a stem, I guess. Cool. No. Yeah.
0: I mean, the the thorn is that.
1: We have desecrated like our food have, supply in our bodies, but, right. uh, you know, we're trying. We're trying. Yeah. Um, what a fabulous show. Wow. I
0: loved it. I we're don't back even have a thorn right
1: now. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're ready to we're party. Queer. Get used to it. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Sigler, love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being such a
0: light and such an advocate. And hey, guys, I have a gentle suggestion. Ooh. Namaste
2: listening. Namaste listening.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's a retrograde.